Good afternoon and welcome back to Man Up Ministry. I'm your host, Jordan Norris. I'm so excited to be back and I want to apologize to you guys. We were supposed to put an episode out a couple weeks ago and we're late. Uh, two weeks behind because of technical difficulties. Um, I have no idea how to use a computer. Devin's a tech guy. Talks me through all of it. But the problem is, is he's in Minnesota and I just moved to North Carolina. So we're just having struggles with that. And on top of that, I've no, like I said, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then we are new to this podcast business. So we're still trying to figure out what apps work the best to record, how to make things sound the best, you know, and get everything up and running and get everything smooth so we can put out more content. Um, so I just want to apologize, but I want to thank you guys for being patient, for supporting us through this. Um, even when we didn't deliver, when we said we were gonna, the support has been amazing. Um, it is growing faster than I ever hoped that it could. So I just want to thank you guys so much for that. Like I said, so today's going to be an off-topic thing, just me. Uh, and when I do these, I'm going to talk about some things that are touchy, some things that are personal, you know, like intimate struggles that men face or just what different things are going on in the world and how that correlates with being a strong man of Christ. Um, and I'm telling you right now, I am not politically correct. I'm spiritually correct. So some of the subjects may offend some people, so I am sorry for that. But at the same time, like I said, we're spiritually correct, not politically correct. So I am in no way, shape, or form gonna um, kind of dumb stuff down to make everyone happy. So I do want to apologize for that if that offends you. But that's still we're still gonna do what we think is right and say what we think is right. Before we get into this podcast, though, I need to give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to our sponsor, Saved by Christ Apparel. Saved by Christ Apparel is a new up-and-coming Christian-based clothing company. The point of their company is to get, put out high-quality products with great designs that they stand out and get people's attention. The sweatshirt that they sent me is my favorite sweatshirt. I wear it all the time as much as I can. And the t-shirt they sent me is one of my favorite t-shirts. They're comfortable. They're warm. They have great designs on them. They look good, high quality. I mean, they just put out amazing products. So go check them out. It's Saved by Christ Apparel. The point of their company is to spread God's love and word, not to make a profit. So go over there and support them. Saved by Christ Apparel and use the promo code JORDANN in all capital letters so that they know that you heard about them from us. Again, that's Saved by Christ Apparel with the promo code Jordan N. All right, guys. So today we will be talking about what it means to join the pack. And when we say pack, we're talking about a wolf pack. We're talking about having a bunch of strong, strong masculine alpha male men in a pack so that we can get through stuff together and destroy our enemy together. And the reason this is so important is because you don't see on a, in a football game, you don't see one side sending out one player. In a hockey game, you don't see one one team sending out one player. In, on a baseball field, you don't see one player going out to play in the field. You know, you have a whole team. You have a whole team in football. You have a whole team of 11. In hockey, you have a whole team of six. Baseball, you have a whole team of nine. Everyone to fill the different positions because if you don't send out nine guys, if you don't send out 11 guys, you don't send out six guys, you're going to lose the game. There's no way you can win. 
And a lot of people feel like as men, strong masculine men, we shouldn't have to have a team. You know, you should be able to handle stuff yourself, but that is so wrong. Um, football and hockey are some of the most masculine, manly sports out there. I mean, you're getting tackled, you're getting checked, people break bones all the time. I mean, hockey, you can literally drop your gloves, punch someone in the face a bunch of times, sit in a box for five minutes, get out and punch someone else in the face after that. So, I mean, these are masculine, manly sports, but they still have teams. They still have players on their team that they trust, that they look to, and that they use to help them win. And then if we look back, the Spartans, who are arguably the best warriors ever to live, um, I mean, 300 of them held off tens of thousands of Persians. It's just insane. And that's because they trusted each other. They worked as a unit. Every guy trusted the guy to his left and right. They, he knew that they had it covered, so he only had to focus on what was directly in front of him because he knew he was covered at the other angles. His left and his right were covered, so he solely could focus on straight ahead of him. And that's how we need to be. We need to build a pack, to build a team of strong alpha males so that when we have struggles, when we have you know tens of thousands of Persians coming at us, we know that the guy to our left has our left and the guy to our right has our right, so we can just focus on this. We need to be strong together, help lift each other up. And when I first came to God, uh, I thought everything was going to be great. Ephesians 6 talks about the armor of God, you know, the helmet, the breastplate, the shield, the sword, and other stuff that covers you. So obviously, I immediately go to like just picturing a knight's armor and picturing God putting that around me. And then I used to get mad because after I came to God and I found out about Ephesians 6, I kept wondering why the hell bad things kept happening to me. You know, why bad things happened to my family. I kept wondering why life was still throwing struggles at me when I was supposed to be protected by God's armor. But after, you know, walking this out and going to God more and learning more about it, just because we have armor around us does not mean that we aren't going to get bumps and bruises. I mean... If you've seen any movie with that kind of stuff at all or know about any of that stuff at all, you're going to realize that sometimes they still died back in the day when they got hit, you know, they still got hurt. They still had bumps. They still had bruises. They still had cracked ribs. And if you look at today's modern body armor, you know, ballistic vests, bulletproof vests, I mean, they're meant to stop knives. They're meant to stop bullets. But if you get shot in the chest... And you have this body armor on, yeah, it's not going to blow a hole through you, but it might break your ribs. You know, it might break them so bad you puncture a lung. It's going to leave bruises, broken bones. You know, it's going to knock the wind out of you and knock you on your ass. But because of the body armor, you're going to be able to get back up and get back in that fight. And that's what God is. That's what that's what God means by putting on this body this body armor. You know, putting his armor around us is that we might get bumps and bruises, we might get hurt, we might get knocked down, but because of him, we're not going to die. Because of him, we're going to live, and we're going to be able to get back in that fight. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes the wind knocked out of you so hard, and your ribs are busted, so you need help getting up, you know? Otherwise, you're going to have to, like, crawl yourself down to cover, you know? Crawl yourself off the battlefield. And that's where your team comes in. That's where that pack comes in. And they come out, they pick you up, and they carry you to safety. You know, they help you when your struggles. They help you when the enemy throws stuff at you. 
you're saved, you're alive, but you still need that help. So that's that misconception is the fact that we just feel like because of this, you know, we're untouchable, we're unstoppable, we're never going to have things happen to us, but we are going to have things happen to us. That will never stop. And that's why we need this team so bad is to build it up so that we can help each other get through all of these stuff, especially in today's world. I mean, we have so much stuff coming at men right now. It's insane. I'm not saying women don't have stuff coming at them because they do. But it is, I mean, if you come out as a strong masculine man, you're getting tore down. People are coming at you. They're attacking you because they think that's wrong for so many different reasons. And I'm not even going to get into it right now because I could go off on rants about this. And maybe I'll do that in one of the podcasts. <laughs> but uh, so, like I said, I, um, I was in the military. I don't know if I've told you guys that. But I was in the Army Infantry. And every MOS, every job has a creed, um, kind of an anthem that we all have. And the infantryman's creed goes, I'm the infantry. I am my country's strength in war, her deterrent in peace. I am the heart of the fight. Whenever, wherever. I carry America's faith and honor against her enemies. I am the queen of battle. Now, that's just the first paragraph, but that's all I want to talk about today. I am the heart of the fight. Meaning that because the infantry are the grunts, they're the ones down on the ground, they're the ones on the front line, And that's what we are right now. See, we don't have a choice. We are the heart of this fight because the enemy is going to come after us first. You see, God made us first to protect our families. That does not mean that we are better than women because I feel women are better than us in almost every single way. But there's a reason God made men bigger. God made men stronger. God made men faster because we are meant to take on the brunt force of the enemy. That's why we are made physically stronger. Not because we are better than women, because women are better than us. Let's be real, guys. But because we are meant to be in the middle of the fight, we are meant to take the burden for our families. And then the queen of battle. Now, I have had people come up to me and ask me why it says the queen of battle, because they've told me that they they picture drag queens whenever they hear this. You know, they picture, instead of picturing these big, masculine, strong military men, they picture drag queens. (laughs) But uh, the reason it says queen is because the queen is the strongest piece on the chessboard. Now, for those of you who don't know chess, you have 16 pieces on your side and then 16 pieces on your opponent's side. Um, All the pieces are the same. There's a king, a queen, two bishops, two knights, two rooks, and eight pawns. Um, Both teams have the same pieces, like I said. And the point of the game is to capture your opponent's king. Once you capture your opponent's king, you win the game. It doesn't matter if you have three pieces left or if you have all 16 of your pieces left. As soon as you capture the king's, the other team's king, you win the game. And the queen is the strongest piece on the board because it can move the most spaces. It can move up, down, left, right, diagonally as far as it possibly can until it hits the, another piece or the end of the board. It's the strongest piece and the best weapon against your opponent. And that's why the infantry is considered the queen of battle, because they are the biggest piece, the strongest piece on the battlefield. And again, that's us. That is who we are. That is who we need to be as men for our families, for ourselves, for the ones we care about, is we need to be the strongest piece on the chessboard, which means that we need to be prepared for anything. We need to be able to handle all the situations that could be coming up and attacking our family. And for the situations that we don't know, that's when we need to go to our buddies, go to our pack members, go to our other wolves, 
so that when we go out on this hunt together, when we go out to destroy the enemy, if we don't know what we're doing, someone to our left or someone to our right does. Uh, my favorite Bible verse is Psalm 118, um, which talks about being surrounded by the enemy. Uh, Psalm 18, verses 10 through 14, but it says over and over again, all the nations surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me, but in the name of Yahweh, I destroyed them. My enemies surrounded me, but in the name of Yahweh, I destroyed them. I was surrounded, but in the name of Yahweh, I destroyed them. And it just, it says that over and over a couple times. And it's amazing because it's so true. We're surrounded every day. Us, our families, the ones we care about, our pack is surrounded. But in the name of Christ, I will destroy them. With God, I will destroy them. Now, it does not say I will fight them. It does not say I will hold them back. It says I will destroy them. Meaning that when the enemy comes at us, when we are surrounded with God, we will decapitate them. We will end them. They will not be able to come back to us. But sometimes we have different things going on that we've never dealt with before. And that is where our pack comes in. So the point of chess, like I said, is to capture the opponent's king. Now, our king in our life is our faith. It goes God, family, country. That, that's the way I was raised. That's the way um, the Bible says to be. That is the way that the military taught you. So God, family, faith. The most important thing in your life is your faith. Without it, you have nothing. Without it, you are condemned, you are broken, you'll die. You won't have the armor on, so when the enemy comes at you, you're just gonna you're gonna lose your life. You're gonna die. But with the armor, with God, you're gonna be able to live. You're gonna be able to fight. So that is our king, is our faith. And the enemy is gonna use all sixteen pieces it has at his disposal to come at you and capture your king, capture your faith. Which makes the other team's king the devil. Because he's the one in charge of all this stuff that's coming at you. He's the one sending in all these different things to try to take away your faith and destroy you. Now, like I said, we are the queen of battle. We need to be the queens on the chessboard, the queens on our team. And that's what we are. We are the we are our queen. Because we are the best offensive weapon against the enemy. We are our best offensive weapon against the enemy. We are the strongest piece on the board. We are the one that needs to destroy the enemy and all the things coming at us with, but we are also the enemy's queen. And what I mean by that is that the enemy, if he can take us off the board, then we lose our strongest piece that's protecting our family. And he will use us against us more than anything. So we are the queen on both sides. Now the other team still has larger pieces. They have the bishops, they have the knights, they have the rooks. Um, and those are all the big things in life that come at you. For me, this is where my past comes up. This is where the things I've been through come up, the things that I've done come up, the things that I haven't done come up. You know, those are the big things that life is throwing at me. My disabilities, you know, all that stuff. That is the big pieces coming at me and the big struggles that I have. And that's the enemy's big pieces coming at me. So I don't know what it is for you guys. The enemy's big pieces are coming at you. And those are the big things that get you in life. And then the enemy has a smaller piece. It has his pawns. And those are the smaller things that come at you, your everyday little things. And so the enemy has 16 pieces coming after you and your king. So 16 versus one in protecting that king. You won't be able to defend that. Without help, you're, you're screwed. You're going to lose. You're going to die. The game's over. That's where building our own team comes in. That's where building our pack comes in. You cannot win alone. And men, we need to ask for help. 
When we struggle, we need to trust in the people on our board. We need to use our teammates, use our pieces. Now, there's two bi- we have two bishops, and those, I think, are pretty self-explanatory on who they represent. They are our pastors, our bishops, our leaders in our life, because they're the ones we look up to. They're the ones who are supposed to help us and guide us on our path and our walk with God. So that's our bishop. So there we go. We have two team members now. Now it's three versus 16. Then we go to our knights. Now knights to me shows nobility, shows trust, shows honor. Um, These are the people you choose to go out to battle with. These are your friends. These are the people you brought into your life that you trust, that you know would have your back um, if something happened. So that's the knights. The knights are your friends, the friends you choose on your team. Then you have the rooks, which the rooks are carved out to represent a castle. So to me, that just shows a strong uh, stone foundation, and that's your family. You might not like them. You don't get to pick them. But regardless, they helped build you. They helped you become who you are. So those are our big pieces to help fight the enemy. So now you have eight versus 16. And then you have your pawns. Now, the pawns, I mean, honestly, they're the weakest pieces on the board. They can only move one space at a time. They can only kill something if it's one space diagonally from it. Otherwise, they can only move straight forward. They're the weakest pieces on the board, and most of the time in chess, you use those as bait. You put those out there so your enemy kills it with its bigger pieces that you can try to take the enemy's bigger pieces away. Um, They're like lambs off for the slaughter. And they're kind of taken for granted, but the thing with pawns is if you get one all the way across the board, you can make it turn into any piece that there is. So if you get all eight of them across the board to touch the opponent's side... That means you're gonna you can have eight more queens, making you have nine queens on the board. All you gotta do is use them the right way, and you get that. Which in Ephesians 6, it says that the Bible is our sword. The Bible is our sword. We just have to learn to wield it. That's what these pawns are, is the Bible. If you use it the right way, it can make more of the strongest weapons on the board. It can make more queens. You have nine queens against the enemy, you're gonna win. But that's your team, guys. That's your 16 pieces against the enemy. As long as you use to use them the right way, you're going to kick the enemy's ass. And right there, all these people, all these different things I listed, all the people that you thought of in your head as these were going, that's your team. And if you didn't think of someone in any of these situations, if you don't have someone that popped in your head, if you don't have someone on your team, I just want you to know, get a hold of me and Devin. We would love to be on your team. That is the whole point of this. That is the premises of this podcast. That is our mission is to be on your team and to have you guys on our team because we need help too. We still struggle. We still need advice. We still need to be picked up when we're down. So we want to be on your team and we want you guys to be on our team. And that's the point of this. So right there though, we just built our team. But we need to use them. What good is a team if you don't ever pass the ball? What good is a team... Without, what good is a football team without a running back, without wide receivers, without a front line? You're not going to win. It's it's literally like benching Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady's won more Super Bowls than quarterback any other quarterback has been to Super Bowls. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. But if you go into a Super Bowl game and you bench Tom Brady, you're probably going to lose. And on top of that, you are never going to coach again. It's just stupid. But that's how we are when we don't open up, when we don't let people in, when we don't let people know our struggles when we don't let other men help us. 
So that's what we need to do is we just built your pack. We just built your team, guys, but you got to use them. If you don't use them, what is the point? And let me tell you, it, I had a point about three and a half years ago where I didn't use my team. I was struggling with my past, with things that I've been through, with things that I've done. I was struggling with my disabilities and dealing with that. And it, it was just, it got too much. I got overwhelmed. I didn't trust in anyone. And I took a gun, I stuck it to my head, and I pulled the trigger. And for those of you who don't know how guns work, when you pull the trigger, it's almost, it's like in, instantly the bullet comes out. But when I pulled it, I turned my head, I turned the gun, and the bullet went out the window. And I remember Kayla, who is my wife now, we were um, only dating then, ran in to the room um, and immediately called Devin. And Devin called our pastor. And then Devin and Kayla called the family, you know, and the pastor called some of my friends. And Devin called them. I had, and I didn't use them. I didn't think anyone cared enough. I didn't feel that I should open up to anybody. I didn't feel like I should talk to anybody. And I felt like I didn't have anyone on my team. But then about an hour later, I'm sitting in my living room, breaking down, and there's 15 people in my house that are there, that are helping me. I had a full team, and I didn't even realize it. I didn't even use it. I had them all sitting on the sideline bench, and I was trying to play the whole game by myself. And that's what we have to do. We can't we can't sit there and have these people on our team and not use them. You can't half-ass this. Relationships are a two-way street. You need to, if they're there for you, you need to be there for them. And you need to trust them. You need to be able to open up and be able to open up to your pack so that all these males, all these people that care about you and love you can help you and support you. If you're sitting there saying that you never struggle with anything, you don't have anything going on, you know, and you've got that tough guy thing, chip on your shoulder. Just shut up and grow up, okay? Because every one of us struggles. Every one of us. And it is okay. Men can struggle. So stop pretending to not. Men do struggle. We should struggle because we should be taking on all of the struggles of our family. That is our role. And again, look at the Spartans. I mean, if these big, badass, macho guys who would probably snap us in half in a heartbeat if we ever fought one of them trusted each other they relied on other guys they relied on them to pick them up in their struggles they relied on them to pick them up on the battlefield and we need to do the same it is okay to do that and that is the whole point of this podcast again is just to build this relationship with you guys so you guys can get on our team so we can get on your team and we can build a team together so guys join the pack Okay, join the pack, be part of it, be an alpha in this, because I need you guys on my team. And even if you don't need me on yours, okay, we need to go through this together. We need to build this pack. We need to have strong masculine men at our back supporting us in case something happens. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said, we're going to be back in two weeks. Uh, Can't wait to come back. Make sure you check us out. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We have our website up. It's uh, manup.com ministry.buzzsprout.com we have a facebook page man up ministry podcast we have a private group called the pack which is um if you want to get in just send us a message and request it and we'll send you an invite uh that is new and it's just 
a way for us to be more intimate and open without anyone else seeing it because the Facebook page is open. This is private and close, so no one can see it except the people that are in it. Um, we have email at manupministrypodcast at gmail.com. You can message us on any of this. So just check us out on all these things. You know, like, share, spread the word, spread the love. And remember, don't be a beta, be an alpha.